0: Did you guys uh, get your um, your three dollar and fourteen cent pizza from Blaze Pizza on Monday?
1: What the fuck does that mean? Wait, from where? Oh,
0: from Blaze Pizza.
1: Blaze Pizza?
0: Yeah, Bla- Blaze Pizza. You know, it's the one that um, that LeBron owns a part of, I believe. He's like a. Is this real in company? Yeah, it's a real thing. It's here. Uh, there's one in in Buford. I don't know uh, how far down what? or how far up they go. But yeah, it's like right outside the mall. Did you guys know blaze? You
1: know that? I've never heard of it.
0: Yeah, blaze. Hang on, I gotta look this up. I gotta make sure that I'm not speaking out my. Oh, head. I mean,
1: I, yeah,
2: I've seen it. I just didn't know
0: that that's what that was. Yeah, well, they. I've uh, never seen it for for Pi Day. Uh, you know, three fourteen or whatever. They um, oh, they gave you a coupon for. Uh, uh, Pizza for three dollars and fourteen
1: cents. Like a slice of pizza or a whole ass pizza?
0: A whole ass pizza, a whole eleven-inch pizza.
1: Damn! That's probably a good thing I did not know that.
0: Um. Uh, Oh yeah, you're doing the whole like uh
1: thing. I'm trying (laughs) to be uh, yeah. It's not really a thing thing, but I'm trying to be a little bit more appropriate with the diet.
0: Yeah, there it is. Basketball player LeBron James is one of the original investors in the chain. That's so fucking weird to me, man. Yeah.
1: Of all things, LeBron, all right, get it, dude. Yeah, I mean. (laughs) Blaze, is it because
0: it's like the Heat? Uh, Oh, look at you. Uh, Well, it started in 2011, so I think he was done with the Heat at that point, wasn't he?
1: Maybe, but it's
0: always a special place in his heart. I think 2011 he was actually about to join the Heat because didn't they win the championship in like 2013? Something like that.
1: (sighs) I don't know. That man's old now. Yeah he's old He needs to get out of the league Fuck him He's the Tom Brady of basketball
0: <coughs> Say that
1: yeah, yeah, Well okay First off I know what kind of Stigma that has behind it I don't mean he's the Greatest of all time okay. Also fuck Tom Brady But The greatest of all time <laughs> Uh yeah I mean I can't even deny it Like I want to argue And be like No he sucks But I can't He He's He's the goodest
0: He's the goodest He's, a, he's the goodest boy
1: Oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's what his fucking wife tells him. You're the goodest boy. Get back out there and go play. You don't hire this season. Go do an- another one.
0: <laughs> I saw several tweets of the, that were uh, kind of similar vein where it was like he spent like a month and a half with his kids and said, nope.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, holy shit. These motherfuckers are needy. Then he goes back into it. Austin, uh, we're talking about football.
2: Yeah. No,
0: I uh, I thought it was soccer at first. i I'm not. Yeah, run. same thing. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, they're the same. Exact same, same thing.
2: Yeah, no difference at all. Tom
0: Brady is the greatest soccer player to ever play this.
1: Yeah, that hurts.
0: <laughs> I also heard he was uh, really good at cricket. Probably. Dude, I forget cricket's a sport until someone says it. I think most people do. That's because it's not... Available anywhere inside the United States. Right? No one fucking plays that shit here. That's so weird. Is it a... You think it's a Canadian thing? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Probably not. Because it's like... It's like... Canadian. only do hockey. That's it.
1: uh, Well, that's also true. They have (laughs) nothing else of value. Like, I think they had a basketball team, and they're just, you know...
2: (laughs) Apparently, cricket is also pretty uh prominent in australia and
0: zimbabwe
1: so i thought it was england or you know somewhere around there and then uh like obviously the indian um population is yeah that's a big thing for them but then it's like i also never really think of rugby either i I would think of rugby before cricket though
0: yeah Yeah, for for sure. sure
1: i feel like there's another one that's just completely outlandish too like who the fuck watches badminton?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'm gonna be honest, is that is that like a te, is that a televised sport? Cause I don't know that.
1: Dude, badminton? I don't know. Who knows? It's on it's in the Olympics. It shouldn't be. I know it's in the Olympics. Yeah.
2: Kinda sounds or, I it isn't isn't it just
1: a lamer tennis? Yeah, isn't that the one with the little birdie? yeah yeah I would rather watch that than tennis probably <laughs> well no I really enjoy tennis I could yeah, never play it but I enjoy watching it had, I like the noises they make
2: when nobody even knew who
1: the fuck <laughs> yeah Well, I prefer it when the women make the noise but
0: it's still the same sound <laughs> a little more feminine <laughs> They sound like fucking DBZ characters powering up. That's true. (laughs) God damn it. I'll never look at tennis the same. Um, you are listening to Hunting Pixels, the one and only official video game podcast of Culture Bop. We have quite a show for you today. We're going to continue our uh, Battle Royale type show today with something semi-inspired by Deadliest Warrior. You guys know that old Jim from Spike TV?
1: That <laughs> was a indie game that released on the 360, I believe.
0: Uh, Was it?
1: Yeah, but it was off the fucking... So. Thing that you just said on Spike.
0: Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Well, uh, you know, on top of that, we'll also be talking about the media we've consumed over the past two weeks because we've been gone for a week. Uh, the games we've played, and of course, our regularly scheduled picks of the week. I am, of course, your host, the one and only about man, Josh McMullen, and I am joined as almost always by my two co-hosts, Dylan. Yo, Jimbo Martin, and Austin Seven Samurai Stevens. How's it going today, fellas?
1: It's fucking great, man. I am tired, though. Like, it's, on some real shit. You're
0: a tired boy.
1: I don't know why I'm so tired. It's my it's second so day in a row of being off, and I... Maybe it's depression. It's maybe I just want to sleep. It's
0: depression because of the time skip. You see skip. the whole Senate <laughs> thing did? Yeah, I did see that. You guys want to know how fucking... Uh, p- uh hmm, hmm. I was very angry <laughs> Yeah I, I don't necessarily mind Having the Time change thing go away But I do not want it to be Daylight savings time all the fucking time I fucking hate I absolutely hate When it is fucking 9 o'clock And the sun is just going down I hate that shit Oh it drives me up the fucking wall That's true
1: I don't know. Like, if I could just never have to go through a time warp again, that'd be kind of great.
0: Yeah. I Give me standard time all the time. That way I could have my winters nice, dark, and cold.
1: Yeah. That's but, just how I want it anyway. I would do great in a cellar. <laughs> like, if I was abducted, I would thrive. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
2: He said the Stockholm Syndrome would kick in And I would fucking right. thrive
1: It'd be like thank you You gave me exactly what I wanted And you know what What's worst case happens I have to suck the dick or something <laughs> I mean, That's on the menu anyway
0: That's on the menu
1: I'm telling you If Tawny was here right now It might go down
0: <laughs> Why does it keep just getting worse
1: Because I keep uh, talking
0: So I watched the tragedy of Macbeth
1: didn't that happen, like, 100 years ago? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> All right.
3: <laughs> Shakespeare was uh, around
1: right before World War I, right? Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, shit. <coughs> so, um, yeah, this is the uh, the new movie. Uh, it's available on Apple. Uh, is it Apple Plus streaming? I don't know what it's called. It's another streaming service, it's another dude. another streaming service. Uh, but it's uh, it's the solo effort from Joel Cohen, who is usually you know a part of the Cohen brothers, Joel and Ethan Cohen. Um, and he did this one by himself during the pandemic. Uh, stars Denzel Washington uh, as the lead character of Macbeth, and uh, just kind of you know retells that story. Um, I did not like this very much. Um, I thought it was okay. Uh I really liked some of the acting in it and I think that the cinematography is fucking gorgeous, but I it didn't work for me almost at all. Like it felt very much like a filmed stage play where they just kind of like let people go up and were like, "Okay, we're going to film you guys doing the play." Uh, and I don't know, it, I think that kind of thing can work. Uh, I'm not entirely opposed to it, but it didn't work here for me. Um, and I think part of it is that I kind of don't understand what Denzel Washington is doing here. It kind of feels like he's just sleepwalking through it. Everything, uh, he is far and away my least favorite pick of the best actor nominees for the Oscars this year. Uh, so far, I don't understand what they saw because the only stuff where it looked like he was doing any sort of acting, any sort of like emotive, you know, anything was when he was angry and then it was just Denzel screaming. I like, it was still just him reading lines they he felt so boring and i don't know uh it just he didn't work for me and because of that i think the whole thing kind of fell apart uh i think a couple of people are really good in here uh specifically francis mcdormand uh i think i think she's really good um but overall the acting was kind of all over the place and I I don't know. I, it just I don't know. It, it just didn't work for me. The cinematography is excellent. Uh, I, I really think that it gets a lot of high marks for me because of that. Like uh, from what I understand, they actually did some stuff where they would like actually paint shadows onto the sets, which is really fucking cool. Um, that's the kind of shit you haven't seen since like you know German expressionism in like the twenties and thirties. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I didn't care for it very much outside of the, uh, outside of the, um, the cinematography. It's a very okay
1: movie. Uh, So uh, this, this is kind of a weird thing because it's like, I didn't do anything this week and I always... When I say I didn't do anything, I didn't watch anything. There's no media that I consumed outside of playing video games, right? But, well, fucking watch Twitch, but who wants to listen to that? Anyway, (laughs) so I was in my head. I'm like, I need to watch something. Within the next week, So next time that we record next week, I will have something to talk about, okay? And then I'm like, let me go to HBO Max because what have I been watching if I watch anything? Fucking Friends. No one wants to hear that for two weeks in a row. So I'm looking through shit to watch, and I found... Did you know Blade Runner has some kind of fucking anime type shit?
0: Yeah, I heard about it. I haven't watched it yet, though.
1: Is it new? I mean, that's
0: what my. Qu- I. It looks great. I think it's relatively new.
1: Uh, that's crazy. Kind of. I didn't even see the new movie. I think twenty forty nine. Uh, yeah. That or yeah.
0: Interesting.
1: What's oh twenty forty two is the new battlefield right?
0: Uh yes.
1: Okay, that's why I'm. Anyway. Uh, yeah, anyway, it
0: came out uh late last year, uh November 13th. Animation
1: style looks kind of cool, I don't know. Yeah. I just need to find something. I need that's that's my goal this week before the next podcast we do, I will consume a media. Okay. That's do it. it. Do it. What do you guys know about Euphoria? Uh
0: Kayla loves it. Uh does she? Yeah. I haven't watched it uh in really any detail. Um it made me very uncomfortable Oh, was watching <laughs> it the, the first time. Hey Dune's <clears> out. <throat> I can watch that. Oh, Dunes on HBO Max? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Alright. Maybe I'll oh. maybe I'll watch that. Okay, cool. Maybe I won't. I need to add that to my uh my or I need to add that to my list on HBO 'cause Did I've been you waiting for that? it. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. On, I saw it in okay. theaters, but I'm I'm rewatching the stuff for the Oscars. So,
1: okay. I was, I when does uh,
0: so? Well, just quick
1: interjection. I mean, since I don't really have anything to talk about, and Austin's going to talk about anime. Um, what do you guys think of the Miss Marvel trailer? I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet either. Cool. I loved it. So, moving on. Go ahead. <laughs> I didn't.
0: I didn't know that was a thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, it looks great. I think they shared it down in our Marvel talk or maybe it was TV talk. Yeah. Didn't they change her powers? Kind of. She's not elastic anymore, which is fine because they're about to introduce Reed Richards. To me, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, I like the route that they went with her, but I don't know. I was vibing with it. Like I think they nailed the actress. Like she really, um, harnesses, um, Kamala's energy. And uh, the song of how they chose Blinding Lights by The weekend, like how they chose to implement it into the trailer, I was hyped the whole way through. I'm excited for it. Yep. I think it comes out June or something like that. I could be wrong. That's pretty cool.
2: Don't they have another yeah. one that's about to come out?
1: Yeah, Moon Knight. That's oh, the one
2: yeah,
0: I'm most Moon excited
1: looked for. Looked
0: good. Moonlight, Moon Knight. Yeah, I'm good watching good. the trailer for it right now.
1: It's, dude, I was very hyped. And it's they capture her kind of kiddish energy. But that's not a bad thing. Like, that's how it's supposed to be. Um, she, I think it, she does great. And my first introduction to Kamala was really from the Avengers game that I played. Um, like I knew of her, but I didn't really ever follow her story. Um, yeah. But the trailer is just so good. And I love Blinding Lights. I I say it again. Like,
0: they just, it's a great fucking song.
1: Yes. I love The Weeknd. Um, Austin, you said you didn't watch it. Uh no, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, that's pretty good, man. I'll probably but look it up. I'm- Marvel's got a lot of shit coming out this year I want to watch. Well, not really a lot. Maybe maybe it's just that in uh Moon Knight. I don't know of anything else. Oh, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah,
0: yeah I kind of really can't yeah. fucking wait for that. Yeah,
1: that's gonna be great, really dude. Cool. Um I need to look up a uh fucking list of shit coming out. But there is so much in this trailer that just stands out as fun. Um, I don't know. Black Panther 2 was supposed to release this year, wasn't
2: Uh, it? Oh, yeah. It got uh, got delayed again. Yeah. It still says, uh, I mean, I Googled it, and it still says November 11th,
1: 2022.
2: Are these real? And then Thor comes out in July.
1: That's what I was just looking at. Love and Thunder. I haven't even seen a fucking trailer yet. Yeah, me either. Yeah, it's kind of weird that they haven't put one out by now. Cause that one's gonna be huge.
0: Okay. Yeah, that doesn't look terrible at all. That might be something I. Uh...
1: The Miss Marvel series. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I fuck. Oh, I don't I forget will get just... Morbius.
0: Ha! <laughs> no one wants to see that. <laughs> Fucking
1: Jesus, dude! I learned my lesson with goddamn. Ven- uh, Venom. Uh, Venom 2. And what did they do? They put the worst Joker that's ever walked onto a screen as the fucking Morbius. Morbius is such a cool Spider-Man villain, dude. Like, why? He is a
2: really cool villain, just for him to be casted with Jared Leto.
1: Fucking Jared Leto, dude. You plague and pox upon Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
2: <laughs> Sorry. Um, do you I like did. 30 Seconds to Mars as a band?
0: Mm-mm-mm. No they had the songs no. <laughs> they had the two really good songs back in like two thousand six and then that, that, that's like that right that's it and i i just
2: I've never heard anybody talk about them for anything
1: else that's it and now, more recently, I heard a song for them within the past like five to six years. Shit sounds poppy. I don't even yeah. remember what it was. I don't like it <laughs> anyway. I'm glad you like the I about said Kamala Harris. <laughs> Fucking Miss <laughs> Marvel. Um Austin, you watched anime. Please just fucking let me stop talking for a minute. Okay. Did you watch um, dress up darling again?
2: What the No, fuck? I've I actually stopped watching it because it made me extremely uncomfortable. Oh really? Oh, they they had a really like uh, a really weird and kind of uncalled for like lolly scenario, and I was Uh-oh. like, "Nope, I'm done. Nope, Five I've had enough."
0: Times. Don't you love that?
2: I, I am not. I I, I talked to some buddies about it, and they're like, "Oh, that only ever happens once," and I'm like, "Yeah, well, the once was enough for me, dude. I don't. Yeah. I don't really want to come back to
1: that. I'm kind of good." To have anything to do with the kid on Twitter, huh? What? What?
3: What? <laughs> Call back. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But um, I've been watching some other seasonal anime, too, that uh, when they kind of wrap up their seasons, I'll I'll probably, like, actually talk about them. But the one that I do want to talk about that is still ongoing that I know I've talked about a few times in in probably the last couple of weeks, but, like, every fucking episode just continues to blow my fucking mind, and uh, that is uh, Attack on Titan. Because I am just so blown away at the the contrast between the beginning of the series and and where we're at now, uh, especially with uh, characters like Annie and Rhina, because in the first cut in season one and two, when you find out all about Annie, Rhina and Bertolt, you, you made the, you're made to feel fucking hate for them. You're like, no, fuck you. But now here we are in season four, actively rooting for Annie and Rhina to, because they're actually trying to do the right thing for once. And it's just, It's fucking wild. It's such a weird, like, contrast in the themes going all the way through it. But it from I I, uh, read some interviews after I watched the last episode with the uh, author of Attack on Titan and his kind of the way he describes the show is showing that throughout history, people have done really horrible things for selfish reasons. And then try their hardest to justify them. Like, in situations of conflict and war, everybody thinks they're justified, but at the end of the day, like, you're killing a lot of innocent people. Are you really fucking justified? And that's kind of the whole point of the series, and it's just, it, it's so good, and I can't wait to to see them animate the ending, whether they do it in a couple of weeks or they do it sometime next fucking year, but uh, uh, I, I think they hit something special when they animated Attack on Titan. It is very good.
1: Yeah, I still haven't, like... I don't know. I was watching it, and then I had the ending of the entire thing spoiled for me because I don't remember how it happened. Yeah, because I was keeping up with the manga a little bit. Like, I wasn't actively following it. But I think I was subbed to the Attack on Titan uh, subreddit, and then something happened, and I was just scrolling through, and I clicked on something, and I uh, eventually had it spoiled by a comment and then i was like well i've already had it spoiled then i went through and actually read the final chapter and it's like well that's it i mean it's like i i kind of don't want to watch it now and it's going to be heartbreaking as hell to watch in the first place
2: yeah all Uh, the shit that's going on now is fucking heartbreaking the entire last arc is just is just heartbreak after it's sadness
1: yeah but i do love annie she was my favorite character to start with Mm -hmm. um True, like the whole time I love that I loved her Titan form. I just she was a badass like,
2: and this this new studio that took over season four uh this last episode was actually the first time we've seen their take of uh, Annie's female Titan, and it looks so much better like it is it is just so fucking her and Rina and uh, they showed off both of their Titan forms in the last episode and just. They've put more, I feel like they put more detail into them in that one episode than they have done the entire fucking series. They looked so phenomenally good.
1: That's crazy. I'm going to have to look it up then. Yeah, because she has one of my favorite Titan designs.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. So good.
1: All right, Josh, tell me if I should be watching this or not.
0: All right. I'm also curious.
1: So. Also had this spoiled for me, so go ahead.
0: Oh, shit. Okay. All right, so I saw the Batman. All right, I think my letterbox review is, or maybe maybe not the review portion itself, but its score is a little bit misleading. I gave it four, uh, four stars out of five. <coughs> I think it's probably because I rounded up. Because I think it's, I think it's more than a three and a half, but I think it's less than a four. So it's somewhere in in the in-between. It's like a Um,
1: 375.
0: Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't obviously work like that there, so, you know, it is what it is. Um, Yeah, I like this movie. I really like this movie a lot. But I also think that uh, a lot of the talk around it is hyperbole i really think that there is a lot of people saying a lot of shit that i do not agree with Uh, i've seen a lot of people calling this the best batman movie i wholeheartedly disagree i think that is still by far (laughs) fucking kill me if you want batman returns i i don't know batman returns is the quintessential batman's like movie to me. Um, it's fucking, it's corny in areas, you know, it's camp, you know, whatever. Uh, it is fucking dark. It tells a compelling story. All of the storylines converging kind of like help to, <clears throat> I don't know, tell the overall theme of the movie. I, I really think that in like, in an overall sense, I think Batman returns is, is the best Batman movie. Um, the best movie is still The Dark Knight. I, I'm i sorry. It just is. I love the other Christopher Nolan movies. I love a lot of Batman media. Um, but I don't think anything comes close to The Dark Knight. Um, so with all of that said, this one, I think, is getting marks for me with its kind of originality in the landscape of what comic book movies are now because this isn't really a comic book movie. It is mostly a detective story. Um, and that I really fucking enjoyed. Like I really liked that it went from a, what you would probably consider like, I don't want to say a Marvel movie, but like, you know, in that vein, It took that away. It went into a completely different genre. Um, that really worked for me a lot. I like a lot of the acting in this, especially, especially fucking Colin Farrell as, um, the penguin. I think that he fucking nailed everything that like they were going for in the movie. He's, equal parts camp and menacing and he's just having fun. And I, I really enjoyed that. And this movie has dark moments for sure, but it also has moments of camp, which really worked for me, uh, because Batman isn't only dark and brooding and mysterious and all that shit. Batman is also fucking funny. Like just is, um, So yeah, um, here's, well, hang on, let me also talk about two other things before I get to my negatives. The cinematography in this is mostly outstanding. Uh, there are some things that I kind of didn't like. I, I didn't like that it kind of used, I don't want to say the same, but very similar, um, Shots and composition uh, throughout the movie. <clears throat> and I, you can't necessarily get over that sometimes, you know, but like it was like almost blatant, like it was like fully backlit, the character standing in silhouette type stuff. Uh, and I like that. I really, really like that. But they I felt like overused it in some places. Um, And the score in this fucking movie fucks. The score in this movie is – it's the MVP, I think. It's its easily the best thing about the movie, I think. Um, just really, really outstanding score. Um, okay. So with that said, I think the writing in this is fucking all over the place. All over the place. I think that you could have cut out an entire subplot and maybe even two uh, – because they don't really do anything to overall like to the overall story. They just kind of are there. Um like the as much as I like Colin Farrell, I think you could have cut out his character completely. Uh and everything to do with his character. Same thing with Catwoman. I don't think that she needed to be in this movie at all. Like she kind of in a way serves to show, like, kind of, like, Batman what he should be so, sort of thing. Like, instead of having him just be, like, an angry loner fucking incel type, uh, she kind of shows him that he needs to, like, use his power and his wealth to, like, you know, be a symbol for the city and you know, kind of the same Batman shit that we've always, you know, heard. Um, but it's unnecessary because here's where, here's where the thing starts to fall apart. It, the Riddler is a way to show him that that's not who he should be. You know what I mean? Because the Riddler is the reverse coin of Batman in much the same way that all the great stories with Joker and Batman, they're the reverse coin of one another or the, the, you know what I'm saying. So the Riddler does the same thing. Like, he serves the same purpose as Catwoman. There's no reason for her to be in here at all. The movie is way too fucking long. Like, I don't mind three hour long movies at all. I remember watching Zodiac the first time and loving it, sitting all the way through it and just being like, oh, this is an amazing. And it's like three hours and five minutes long or some shit like that. I don't understand what they were going for with the script here, because there are parts that just fall apart completely. There's like, I, I feel like stuff tacked on just for the sake of tacking it on. I think there's some really, really fucking bad and cheesy fucking dialogue in this. Um, not that it can't have that, you know, but I think that it in some ways like ruins what would be an otherwise kind of like great movie. Like there's a there's a scene somewhere in the middle of the movie where uh, Detective Gordon is literally like I'm not even shitting you. He's literally just reading off evidence to the audience He's just there as, like, an exposition dump. And it's like, dude, this is some really fucking terrible, like, dialogue. There's another way that you could have gone about this being expository and not have it be fucking hand-holdy and just really terribly written. I think that... Also, it loses points for me. I mean, where it is original in the in the grand scheme of comic books, it really fails to stand out, I I think, in a lot of ways from the kind of detective noir, neo-noir sort of thing that it is ribbing. Like, this movie is straight up just a remake of Seven. Like, that's just what it is. It is 100% a, a remake of Seven. And... That's okay. I love seven, but like when your entire plot is the same as another movie, that's not a good thing. Like that's, that's what people fucking ripped apart Joker for. You know what I mean? Like people were like, Oh, is just, you know, taxi driver or King of comedy. You know, it's just Martin Scorsese. Oh, well, if you're going to fucking level that at Joker, which I think is a, A good movie, Uh, maybe even a great one. If you're going to level that criticism at Joker, you have to do the same thing at this fucking Batman movie. You just have to. I'm sorry. You don't get to choose one because you think that it speaks to incels or whatever. This one fucking does too. And it might be like sort of like uh, criticizing incels, but at the same time, excuse me, at the same exact time, Somebody could have watched this movie and be like, well, Riddler was right. Like, what are we doing here, people? What are we fucking doing here? Your criticism works across the board or doesn't work at all. Period. Um, Yeah. This is a good, almost great movie. Uh, I wish it was better than it is. Um, Right now, it is still well below... The Dark Knight, Batman Begins, uh, Batman Returns, Batman even, um, and is right in there in the mix with, like, The Dark Knight Rises for me. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't hate this movie, uh, but I really hate some of the decisions that were made uh, in its making. So
1: that being said, what do you think about the decision of where it goes next?
0: Um, I mean, I think they're going to do a trilogy. Um, right.
1: But ultimately leading back to the Joker.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean that, that's a, that's another thing that I really hated. I, I don't know why they added that in there. It's fucking stupid. Like I, this is something that fucking bothers the shit out of me about comic book movies. Now they have to throw in a million different things to show you that, Oh look, there's more coming. Like I don't care. Tell me your fucking story. This has nothing to do with your story at all. Mm. It's there to show you that the Joker is coming. Fuck off. Yeah. Be confident in your story. Be confident in the story that you're telling in this movie. Don't tell me that something else is coming. So then you get my hopes. Like it's fucking stupid.
1: Mm -hmm. And then it's also like they're going back to the same catalog of villains. Almost. It's like he has such an expanded Roster that he could choose from. Like, I really liked the idea of doing the Court of Owls. Oh, yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Instead,
1: we're going back to where we were 10 years ago, essentially. Yeah. Uh, But I don't know. I'm still planning on seeing it. I wish I could stream it because I don't have time to go to a theater. But, um, I mean, I'm glad that you didn't hate it.
0: Yeah. Like I said, I think it's a good, almost great movie, but... Uh, the the hyperbole around it is really off putting to me. Right.
2: Yeah. You know you can stream it in a few weeks, Dylan.
0: Yeah, it'll be wait, actually HBO Max probably. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's it's coming to HBO Max on April nineteenth.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh shit! shit. <coughs> that's that, amazing. That's probably
2: what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna fucking wait.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna waste my money, dude. No. Well, not that. that. Like, I still don't have time, but. um... That's awesome. No, because I can watch something else in the meantime. Maybe I need to go back. And I need to watch all of the Mandalorian. I need to watch Boba Fett and shit like that. I might do that. I don't know. No, you won't. Star Wars time. Obi-Wan's coming out, boys.
0: Obi-Wan. Forgot about that.
1: I wish we could do an episode about who the most powerful Jedi is. I would love to fucking <laughs> vehemently get pissed. We sure can.
0: Yeah, we, we definitely can.
1: Who's stopping us,
2: really? We'll, we'll do it on the other show. On the other show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that definitely still exists. Uh,
0: yeah, it, it does. It He's does. the host, bitch. <sighs> That's true. Um, um, anyway. Anyway, yeah. So that was the Batman. Uh, but like I said in the intro, we've been doing these little Battle Royale type episodes for the last couple of weeks. And this week, we wanted to do one more before we sort of turned away from that for a little while. Because it's been, what? Four weeks in a row that we will have done this?
2: No, I'm sure we can come up with four or five more.
0: Uh, Well, I'm going to veto that decision for now. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, this week we decided it would be fun to do something similar to the Deadliest... to a Deadliest Warrior episode, where we pit a bunch of characters against one another and see who comes out on top based on nothing more than their literal powers and prowess in battle. Something of a... uh, Super Hunting Pixel Bros if you will. Uh so without further ado, let's just jump right in. Um we each brought five champions and we're going to pit them against each other. I brought Kefka from Final Fantasy 6, Goro from the Mortal Kombat series, Master Chief from the Halo series, Kirby from the Kirby series, and Bayonetta from the Bayonetta series boy dylan right. That's who me. did you bring i brought lilith from borderlands
1: i brought mewtwo from pokemon soul of cinder from dark souls the dragonborn from skyrim and kratos from god of war
3: mm. mm.
2: the nice little lineup
1: austin tell us yes your sir name.
2: uh i brought the doom marine from the doom franchise i guess from persona 3 Base.exe From the Mega Man Battle Network Franchise Mithra from Xenoblade 2 And Sonic the Hedgehog Okay
0: Sonic the Hedgehog Alright well Uh I will go last Okay We'll (laughs) we'll go last Um (coughs) Austin how about you go first Oh no not me Okay, I'll, I'll go first, huh? Yeah, you go first. <laughs> I don't want to go. You go first. All right. Uh, <coughs> so, so we're doing this based on on who who would win ultimately if these were all in a battle royale, right?
2: Yeah. So are we just knocking out who we think's going out first? Yeah. Okay.
0: So, I, th- I uh, it's hard, man. <laughs> because <laughs> uh, i initially had thought sonic sonic's gotta oh, yeah. fucking go but i don't know he's super fucking fast right yeah so maybe he could just speed around everybody
1: i don't know i feel like sonic's getting shit on <laughs>
2: <laughs> i don't know maybe base because he's literally just a computer program just control yeah, all but if, eat that
1: bitch Well, let's just pretend for a second <laughs>
0: Fucker said, bring up task manager, <laughs> close it out. <laughs> done. <sighs> if base could be in the overworld,
2: though,
1: he would pose a threat.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, he tried to wipe out humanity, so close.
1: Right. Hmm. Sonic collected some rings.
0: <laughs> colonic. Yeah, colonic. He does have a Super <laughs> Saiyan
1: form, too. That's true.
2: Oh, yeah. Super Sonic form. <laughs> not the werewolf <laughs> or the black knight.
0: Oh,
2: so many shit.
1: stupid gimmicks. Who else? Nah, cuz there are some real contenders here, right?
0: Yeah. I don't I, know. My so my first the first three that immediately hopped in mind for me were Sonic, the Doom Marine and Master Chief. But the thing, the thing I don't want to necessarily cast out master chief or the doom marine because those motherfuckers go up against like gods almost and come out on top you know what i mean yeah
2: yeah so what if sonic can run fast and speed doesn't stop you from getting popped in between the eyes
0: uh, exactly and some of these motherfuckers are literal gods that is
2: also true that is a very good point <laughs>
0: So I don't know. Maybe yeah. it should be Sonic. Or-
2: I'm kind of feeling Sonic compared to everyone else.
1: Okay. So Sonic at 15.
0: <clears throat> okay. Sonic at 15. Okay.
1: All right, Mr. Stefan. Mm.
0: All right. Who who are we cutting next?
2: I don't know, man. I'm I'm kind of leaning towards because <sighs> I'm kind of leaning. I'm right where Josh was between Master Chief and Doom Marine, I feel like compared to a lot of these other ones, they would probably go next, but they're so fucking similar.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
2: Because what is... I'm trying to think of, like, what all the the Mjolnir armor does. Because, like, the Doom Marine armor specifically, it, like, pumps up his reflexes and stamina and speed and strength and stuff, and he's got the fucking chainsaw, but then, like, what does the Mjolnir armor do for Master Chief?
0: I think it jerks him off, right? <laughs> yeah, that's
1: the whole point. It's a pretty AI. big plus. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, he's probably so really He stays calm his in
0: battle. <laughs> yeah, there
1: you go. Nerves of steel. Balls of not blue. Just getting tubed mm. off by a suit. <laughs> oh, God. Can I Tubed off? I've been alive for 30 years, and I've never heard of tubed off. Never used a uh, tube before, bro?
2: No, I've never used a tube before. Yeah, dude, put a sponge in, like, the fiber core of toilet paper or something. You're not what even kidding. You're not even kidding. <laughs> I, I've never done it, but I'm sure somebody
1: has. No, you can't just be like, I'm sure someone's done it when you just gave me the fucking recipe. Look, dude, I listen <sighs> It's to like you're podcast, an NPC one, and an I upcoming, just... Uh, and I've heard a
2: lot of different methods. Why? Who's your, who, are you who are you cutting? Who are you cutting? Who are you cutting? I guess Doom Marine because his suit doesn't jack him off. Oh my! God. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: oh shit! <laughs> uh, uh, uh. So I've been I've been going over who I'm going to cut, and it's like so. <laughs> So, you know, if we just cut Doom Marine, that leaves Master Chief. And I'm like, well, let's think about Master Chief and base. But essentially, if base, like, got into Master Chief's system, he could corrupt everything inside of that shit, right? Oh,
2: that's true. That's something we didn't That's a good think point. Yeah. He could shut that
1: motherfucker down. He can. He can turn Master Chief into his fucking, what's it, like, vessel, essentially. Oh, God. Like, yeah, yeah kind of. That's kind of cool. And then he'd be the sucker you know like dude okay so do we really take out let me go over this list no damn (coughs) it's kind of crazy to see Master Chief gone out but I mean you got a cool suit and you got some grenades and a battle rifle but like how much else can you do right that is true and you got a bomb ass AI
2: that is true (sighs) but he's the chief he is
1: Because on my list, you know, I got like, I think the lowest on the totem pole for me would, oof, would even Mewtwo, right? Like with his or their psychic abilities, like Mm -hmm. you can do a lot with that. You can stop someone in their tracks, you know, you can get inside their head, stuff like that. (laughs) I would love to see Mewtwo and Master Chief fight. I just want to say that right now.
0: (laughs) That'd be fun. Is Chief in Smash?
1: No. I really don't know. I never play. I think, uh, it, I think
2: it was, like, one of those quote-unquote heavy rumors that ran for all of uh, Smash okay. Ultimate life cycle. S- yeah.
1: Snake's in there, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, snake's in Okay. Okay, so, that's what I was thinking of.
0: I just thought about something. Master Chief has the ability with active camo to go in- invisible.
1: hmm That's true.
0: If he's invisible, he could potentially sneak up behind motherfuckers and shoot him in the face.
1: That is good. Got active camo. Sniper,
0: yeah, you're gonna True. snipe me in his off. stupid fucking face.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh my,
1: that's rough, right?
2: Yeah, I would think so.
1: Who else <laughs> we got? I don't know. <laughs> Who's it gonna I fail? think base definitely base definitely goes further because base can corrupt the bitch. uh. Hmm. I got I mean, I feel like Mewtwo wins. I feel like Mewtwo wins. Yeah, I would think okay.
0: so. Okay, all right. We can we can totally put Master Chief down.
2: The good old Chiefy boy.
0: Good old Mister Mister Chief. <laughs> Not Master Chief. Yeah, it's it's Mister Chief yeah. because he's going he's, out at thirteen. <laughs> he's, he's been
1: demoted. He's now Chief Keef. <laughs> oh
0: gosh. Uh, all right. Um, whose turn? Austin. Josh's. It'd be Austin's, yeah.
1: No, wouldn't it be yours? Oh, did you go first, Josh? My bad. Yeah, Josh went. Oh,
0: first. yeah, I did go first. Goofy. Okay. All right. Um <laughs> uh, You know, next up, I think I got I got to take take one for the team. I think I got to go Goro.
1: Goro. What a monster, though. You think Goro yeah, it, takes Kirby?
0: Oh, yeah. Pff, dude, Kirby's making a top 3, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> listen if kirby swallows the soul of cinder he is now the soul of cinder
1: no yeah no see i i, I give yeah. you that no, I but it's like i just see fucking oh man i i see some graphic shit happening in my head right now. <laughs> kirby, I'm not gonna lie. uh kirby does make it far no for real kirby's a god literal yeah. god
0: who did you just say I think Goro, just because I Goro's super strong. If he grabs you, he's gonna break your back and shit, rip your skull out and like shit down your throat or whatever. But (laughs) Oh But I I don't see him going up against like (coughs) literal gods or people who have fucking like telekinetic powers like Mewtwo.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Goro's Goro's gotta tap out. Yeah. God, but there's some good ones on this. Okay, okay. So Goro. goro sorry buddy <laughs> sorry you
0: four forearm freak
1: goro did consistently fuck me as a child though oh when i was uh just just cut it out i don't feel <laughs> like reiterating <More laughs> that's one of the games i played a lot as a kid that's what i
0: that's where you learn to like hard games
1: That's not the only thing that was harmed. Oh, my God. (laughs)
0: Austin, it's your turn. Get us out (laughs) of this (laughs) nightmare.
2: Well, if Master Chief goes, or since Master Chief went, I feel like I'm going to have to take one for the team. I feel like I'm going to have to count I guess out now. Um, Who is I guess? I guess is an android. Uh, from persona 3 who was made to specifically uh fight the shadows that are infecting the human side of the world. Um she pretty much just has a bunch of turrets and gatling guns and missile pods and cool stuff like that. So I but because she is an android to the same point as Master Chief, I feel like base could just totally corrupt that bitch. Yeah. So That's I feel crazy. like she probably has to go. Okay. Even though I do love me some, I, I guess.
1: Okay. with who we got now though like when we look at the rest of it so if i guess goes out there like you said kirby definitely probably makes it we're gonna say minimum top five okay i would but yeah. top three maybe like kirby could fuck up mewtwo i feel like <sighs> i feel like solo cinder fucks mewtwo i feel like ooh, but the, what about the dragonborn let me think about that's
0: this that's who i was eyeing next honestly because Dragonborn
1: has some cool shit. They know magic. You know, they have the power. Um, but it's like... What else do they have on top of that? They are mortal. They're gonna die. Yep. You know, you get stabbed. You're fucked. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna go Dragonborn. <coughs> <laughs> that works for me. DB. DB. Gg, Dragonborn. Mm mm All right. So next at number nine. Oh man. Hmm I gotta. I think. Hmm. This is hard because. Bayonetta is a god Kirby is a god Kefka becomes a god by the end of the game Soul of Cinder is a god Kratos becomes a god by the end of his games Is Who is Mithra?
2: Mithra is essentially a
0: goddess Okay, okay Base is a computer program <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess that leaves it, it, Lilith is kind of a god, right?
1: Yeah, she's a, by the end of Borderlands 3, she's a powerhouse.
0: Okay. I mean, that leaves just Mewtwo, but Mewtwo is kind of, I mean, I remember God
1: that. amongst Pokemon?
0: Yeah,
2: exactly. Listen, For I'm just going to throw this out there. If we wanted to uh, rig everything so that the top three was... No, uh, we're not. No, I, I love hear it. me out. Hear me out. Oh. Hear me out before you interrupt me. Fine. <laughs> Go. Let's just say the top, the top three was something like Kirby, Mewtwo, and Mithra. We could fucking do a live stream of Smash of us playing as those respective characters, and that's how we figure it out. Content, baby.
1: You would catch me dead before you saw me play. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate Smash, dude.
3: Oh, why?
1: <laughs> I just genuinely have no interest in it, never have. That's true. I've, i and have. And I've played it. it I, maybe compared to the shit that I see on Twitch, yeah, it's a little scary.
0: Uh, dude, I'm I'm fucking yeah. trash at Smash. I'm okay. It's
1: it's it looks fun, but I just I can't get into it. But here's why Mewtwo is not making it to the top fucking three above Kratos, a god.
2: Just personally feel like Mewtwo would body Kratos.
1: I f- feel like you need to be bodied. I would like that. All right, so Mewtwo, who's cutting?
0: Uh, it's me. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I'm just really torn. Uh, I, guess, I, I guess if we're saying it's got to be Mewtwo, then it's got to be Mewtwo, right?
1: It's got to be Mewtwo. Mewtwo's not making it top three. Mewtwo's not making it top five. Okay. Get shit on, Mewtwo.
2: So much hate for a fighter you brought to the table.
1: Hey, I just know it's place, all right? Number nine's looking awfully good on it.
2: All right.
0: <coughs> Next up:
1: base.
2: <laughs> it's gotta be. There's no other option at this point.
0: <laughs> base yeah. made
3: it
2: <laughs> Half these motherfuckers could just wipe out the Wi-Fi system.
3: Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Game over.
0: Uh,
2: Motherfucker can't move around anywhere. Right.
0: But then again, Soul of Cinder might not know what the fuck Wi-Fi even is. No, right,
1: Soul of Cinder has <laughs> no clue, dude. That's very true. Uh, but in that same regard, Base isn't getting close to Soul of Cinder either. No, yeah, very. Yeah. <laughs> There's there ain't no, no cell no phones. computers in that shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: <clears throat> okay, uh, all right, Base. So let me make Dylan's turn.
1: Nope, I killed Base.
0: Mm, I,
2: I know that was me. No, Austin Goofy.
1: You just oh, agreed. sorry, I spoke for you. Okay. Man, now I gotta cut a hard one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. I actually don't know who Mithra is. Where Where's she from? Uh, Xenoblade Two. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'll yeah. I'll go. I'll um.
2: She essentially just has an energy sword and can move
1: at the speed of light. Okay, so she's not a god. She's a different version of Sonic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but the weapon moves at the speed of light. <laughs> uh, that, I feel like that's faster than Sonic, right? Yeah. Definitely.
1: Okay. That's hard, man. Like, I don't know. Does, and what? It, tell me about Kefka. Kefka.
0: Kefka, I mean, is is a literal god by the end of Final Fantasy VI. He can, like, he causes the apocalypse to happen.
1: (laughs) Uh, All right, I'll go Lilith. Oh, ooh. I don't know. I don't know about this bitch that moves at the speed of light with the sword. I don't know about that one. (laughs) Mithra
2: has also caused an apocalypse.
1: Oh, well, that's going to be a fun one between you two. No, Lilith is, I mean, she's just strong as shit. Like, literally stopped the end of the world. Mm -hmm. And let's remember, this girl is on fire.
0: This girl is on fire. That is correct. Yes.
2: I honestly expected you to break down into it.
0: I
1: would never, and I wish they would have never, but they did. (laughs) They actually put that shit at the end of Borderlands 3. I could not believe it. Did they really? Mm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the most like she turns into a the literal firehawk and just saves the world and all that. And it's just it's on the nose for Borderlands, man. It's just all to the tune of this girl's on fire. And I was like, oh, my God, we've officially hit that point. I love that. All right. So number number seven, the firehawk.
0: Number seven, the firehawk. Firehawk. Right. <laughs> uh, I guess that brings it back to me, right?
2: Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All yep. right.
0: All right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Who are we going to cut? Who are we going to cut? I think... I think next is probably... Oh, God.
2: A difficult one these always
0: get hard right about yeah they they, they get really fucking difficult uh, uh, i think it's got to be bayonetta oh wow
1: okay yeah fall on the sword
0: yeah if it's not bayonetta it's kefka but i like kefka more
1: <laughs> oh shit okay
0: um yeah we'll go bayonetta here
1: GG. GG. You know oh, I only she played like? She can two hours.
0: literally come in, like she can really literally summon demons.
1: <laughs> like. Which is pretty rad. So uh, she can summon the apocalypse.
0: Yeah, yeah, technically.
1: Wow. I feel like the next three to be cut are all gonna be similar. <laughs> hmm
0: Alright, Austin, it's your turn.
2: <sighs> Dylan, how are we feeling about Kratos? I'll kill you. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I kind of feel dude, like compared to the rest, Kratos goes.
0: Dude, I I'm right there with you. I didn't want to cut Kratos because I thought that that would be the reaction I got.
2: <laughs> I'll take it for the team.
0: I wanted. To You're c- not taking shit. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to cut Kratos like ages ago. <laughs> he is a fucking god. And he's a
1: god killer, and we want to cut him before top five? Oh, it is number five. No. five. No. Yeah, it is. Your speed of light fucking dagger chick needs to go before he does. (coughs) You are kidding me. Hard disagree. Kratos? Yeah. The god of war. (laughs) You are kidding me in a battle royale the god of war is the one to go out at number five
2: how many apocalypses has Kratos caused
1: he's fucking finished them <laughs> he's been the solution my lungs are in too bad of shape for <laughs> <laughs> anyone else on this list can go <laughs> okay so we'll send her then that's fine okay as oh opposed my to god Kratos. are you
0: serious Kratos shits on Soul of Cinder, dude Oh, man
1: Alright, we're
2: cutting Soul of Cinder (laughs)
1: Dude, before your fucking Waifu down there too, no less Your waifu goes next, bitch (laughs) God God,
0: That's hilarious
1: Soul of Cinder, fuck you God damn
0: it (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit All right. oh, <laughs> Dylan it's your turn Yeah Mithra
1: Fuck the fuck, fucking toothpick It's chick Speed of light Gone <laughs> <laughs> It's that or Kefka You fucking choose Oh my god Oh shit That's fine Four's
2: fine Four's a good spot for her
1: Or that's double what it should have been But uh, uh,
2: No 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 it's
0: uh, Holy shit that's fucking funny as shit.
2: I honestly oh, think okay, Sonic gonna okay. beat Kratos, really.
0: <laughs> Dude. I can't even it's not
1: funny how mad I am.
0: You're out of this fucking world. Oh my god. Yeah, I think this is this is definitely where Kefka is at number three. Okay. Thank you. Oh shit. So whose oh, turn god. is it? I kill myself. My oh, turn, right? Fuck me. So I it's gotta be Kirby, right? Kirby's got to be number one. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> my my only argument is this. Kirby would literally swallow Kratos and become him. So Fine. a god killer versus a god killer. Fine.
1: All I'm saying is that that man grabs Kirby's top and bottom lift and there's no more Kirby anymore. He's going to rip that shit in half. I cannot believe this fucking garbage right now. A literal god of war. I cannot believe this shit. I,
3: don't know if I can take this. I
1: cannot. <laughs> this was my idea.
2: It was. Hold on, guys. I have dad stuff. I'll be right back. Yo. Can you do
1: anything? Oh my god. Oh, this is happening.
0: Oh my god, dude. <laughs> like,
1: like I'm almost gonna cry. Cannot believe this shit is happening. <laughs> <laughs> I might actually cry on this podcast. There's oh, no way. Shit. No, I gotta be strong for Kratos. He doesn't
0: cry. We can we can give Kratos the top spot.
1: I just I, but it's it's a hard argument because if he sucks Kratos off, it's fucking done. <laughs>
0: I remember that first game. Isn't like the first cutscene where Kratos is getting sucked off. Yeah, something like that, dude.
1: Oh my god. Oh shit. Just do it.
0: Oh goddamn. <laughs> yeah, That's so bad. Oh. Wait. Okay. What, what did I just do? Oh,
1: I don't know. Out at number two is Kratos.
0: Out at number two is Kratos. Number one is Kirby. (laughs) (laughs) It's still. It's not any. Oh my God. Oh, Oh, man. Jesus Christ. That was fun. I liked that.
1: That was the absolute worst. I Uh, I, I can't, dude. Oh, I'm actually <laughs> shedding tears right now. Oh, holy
0: shit. All right, so in our character It royale. <laughs> it
1: was such a disgrace.
0: <laughs> uh, Sonic leaves us at number 15. Number 14 is the Doom Marine. Number 13 is Master Chief. Number 12 is Goro. Number 11 is Igis. Number 10, the Dragonborn. Number 9 is Mewtwo. Number eight is base.exe. Number seven, we have Lilith. Number six, Bayonetta. Number five, the Soul of Cinder. Number four, Mithra. Number three, Efka. Number two, Kratos. All right. <laughs> Let's get into what we've been playing. Do we have to? We have. What? We've all been playing the same shit and you we love it. Why do you? The same? Yeah. It is
2: true. I do. Love.
0: Uh, this will not be as, uh, <coughs> I guess, in depth and detailed as it was last week. I don't think, because uh, we went in pretty hard on it last week, right? Yeah, uh, we did.
1: Well, uh, you know, initial impressions.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think like fucking the last half hour of the show was just us talking about Elden <laughs> 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 Oh shit! Okay, well we've all been playing Elden Elden Ring again. Yeah, but it's um, only that. Ring better. Yeah. Uh, oh, what did you say, Austin?
2: I said Elden Ring.
0: Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah. Um, I beat it. Nice. I beat it, and I plattened a bit. Uh, actually, um, I there were a couple of things that um. I was not able to find out on my own uh, because the Platinum requires you to do certain things, um, and I wanted to get it on the first run. So uh, I did some sort of, uh, I guess, save scum, so to so to speak, to get all three endings on one playthrough. Um, <clears throat> uh, and then there was two bosses that I would have never ever ever found like ever uh and that was one was uh placidus placidus x or something like that Uh, oh the dragon the dragon yeah i because in order to find him you have to go off on this little area in faramazoo or uh, a (laughs) faramazoo that you have to drop down and it doesn't look like it's leading anywhere at all there's no item down there there's no reason i would have ever ever gone down that path and then you get to the end and you lay in a little coffin uh thing um and uh and it takes you it transports you to the um uh the final or the the encounter with him right uh and then the other one was uh moog the not the omen killer because i think that's the one that's down in the um the oh yeah, 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 it, it, yeah, yeah. The, whichever is the one in the <laughs> sewers because i didn't go into the sewers at all in my first playthrough uh or in my first time going through lanedale city <clears throat> yeah i just somehow missed it. or i it's not that i missed it it's that <clears throat> when i was going around and i was looking like going through the sewer system itself I could not find where I was supposed to go next, so I thought I'd cleared it out. And then when I was looking at the the trophies, and it was like you got to kill this guy. I was like I went through the fucking sewers. What are you talking about? Right. Um and then I I followed a guide to get to him. Uh but other than that, everything else I pretty much found through exploration. Um some of it was like people giving me quests and saying You should go to this general area, and I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm going to go there, and that sort of stuff. But uh, yeah, I platinumed it, and what a fucking experience. That last boss fight had me raging so Uh, hard. Radigan or Elden Beast? Uh, Kind of both. uh, Right? because, (laughs) Because it's like the two phases or whatever, and fucking... Radigan, I don't think, is <clears throat> necessarily all that hard, uh, and, and neither is Elden Beast. It's just more so the fact that, like, their attacks do so much fucking damage that if you are not perfect, you get fucked. Like, wh- there was one instance where I summoned my, my mimic in the fight with Radagon, and as soon as... I had finished the like little bell ringing animation or whatever. <clears throat> he was launching his first attack and it was like the little lightning bolt that he throws. Yeah. And I I guess I just mistimed my uh, my roll, And he threw the lightning bolt and then was immediately on me after I'd gotten hit and hit me with a hammer and I was dead. It was two hits. I was in the arena for maybe 30 seconds and I was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Some of I those was fights kill me.
0: Oh, <laughs> dude, it, it was it was super super fucking frustrating. And then <clears throat> what killed me about Elden Beast was that. Um, oh, s- spoiler alert! S- sorry, probably should have said that beforehand. But they're fine. Um, when I got to the to the Elden Beast fight, when I like I would have beat Radagon, gotten into the Elden Beast fight, <clears throat> and fucking there was one point where. Uh he like I spawned into the arena and it he they whatever the fuck <clears throat> um was literally right there at me and fucking spawn like did a like I guess lightning attack or some shit like that and it was a like immediate dude like the minute that the fucking cutscene was over, dead. <laughs> I was like how the uh, fuck am I supposed to counteract yeah. that? Like, I, just, I the cutscene just ended. Um, <clears throat> there was just a bunch of bullshit with, like, because of how hard they hit. I don't think that they're really all that difficult. And you can technically cheese both of them. Um, and that's just not satisfying. So that, that's not what I did. Um, but th- there are ways to fucking beat the both of them without, like, almost taking any damage at all right um but yeah my my uh i'll let you guys talk my overall impressions are still pretty much the same i think it's a great game i think it's an excellent game uh but i have noticed some problems that i have with it and namely its asset reusage uh, like I've noticed several boss fights are the exact same boss fights that I had fought in previously in the game. Uh, maybe a few little tweaks here and there, um, but like almost identical. And that it doesn't necessarily take away from the overall experience much. But it does take away from it at least a little bit because the entire game at a certain point, like I had felt like it was just like completely and wholly unique. Like I was finding stuff that was just like it was it was almost like a constant like stream of new shit that I was finding. And then I would go into a dungeon and be like. This dungeon is kind of similar to the one I've already been in. And it was like the layout was a little bit different. You know, there were little things here and there. But then I would get to the final boss and it would be like literally like a copy-paste job of a boss that I've already fought. Uh, And that was a little bit like, oh. But.
1: Yeah. But
0: in a game with like 100 bosses too. Yeah. I, I mean, I have... I had tried to do the whole like uh I'm going to kill every boss in the game in one playthrough. I got probably 90 bosses beaten on this game. Holy. At, shit. At, at like at that many, yeah. Like I'm I'm not as that that's why I say it it only takes away from the overall experience a little bit. Because at 90 bosses, like, what the fuck would I be expecting? Like... Right. 90 completely unique. Yeah,
2: there's not much like, more to impress you with at this point.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I don't know what the fuck... they That would have taken 15 years of fucking development, probably, to right. think about that many fucking unique bosses. And they had just a ton of unique bosses in here, too,
1: which is what mm-hmm. makes it so fun. Yeah. um, <clears throat> Austin, I mean yeah you're the newcomer man i really like what's driving you to go forward because both of us said that we didn't expect you to like it as much as you do
2: yeah um i don't think i i definitely didn't um so i'm not i'm still not super far in it because i've been doing a lot of backtracking and farming and exploring especially now after getting my fucking teeth kicked in by a stupid fucking dog for like four straight hours today um I like the only major story bosses I've beaten so far are uh, uh Mar- marget was that the first one on the
0: bridge yeah uh yeah
2: yeah Margit and then Godric <laughs> and I i i I don't think godric was very hard even for a new player like me like i I beat him in three in three tries I think but his fucking boss fight was just a spectacle and I really fucking enjoyed it um it was it was just. It was just cool. Like, the fucking shoving his dismembered arm into a dragon, ripping the head off, and then (laughs) using it like a new arm, like, that's fucking, that's metal as shit, dude. (laughs) Um, And I loved every fucking second of it. Uh, But I I think right now I'm at uh, whatever the place is called that you fight Royal Knight Loretta, and she is currently just kicking my teeth in. Um, That's probably what I'm going to go try to fucking knock out as soon as we get done with this, but... uh, I I feel like every turn I take while I'm adventuring through this world, I feel like I'm always finding something. Whether it's like a, a like a tier three smithing stone or like another golden golden seed, like I feel like every time I go off the beaten path, I always find something to where I'm like, oh okay, this was useful for me to go this route, and I enjoy that because I feel like not many open world games do that, um, or at least do it well. Like, uh, uh, I, I know when this game launched, a lot of people were comparing it to like stuff like Breath of the Wild. And where I think a game like Elden Ring literally just kicks the teeth of Breath of the Wild in is the fact that, yeah, Breath of the Wild has this really big and open, expansive map, but like, there's what not is a there whole lot it? to do. Yeah. Like, you have the four divine beasts, you have these four capital villages that you can kind of go to other than uh the first village and uh fucking hyrule castle and like that's it like i kind of get that this is a demolished world and like there doesn't really have to be a whole lot there but there still has to be something there for the player to do and there's just not and i feel like elden ring knocks it out of the park in that regard of every corner you turn you're liable to find something even if it's something you don't necessarily need it's something that you might need in just a fucking little bit and i really appreciate that and i think that's part of the drive of keeping me going even though this this is a much more challenging game than something i would usually play um because like it even my typical go-to genre is is like turn-based rpgs where like even if it's difficult i have the time to sit there and think about what i'm gonna do but when it comes to a game like elden ring not only is it difficult but i also do not have the time to sit there and think and figure out what the fuck i'm gonna do in the middle of a fight um and it's different and i think the fact that there's constantly something for me to explore and something for me to find is a big part of the drive that's keeping me playing
1: yeah and that's what the game does so well is that it encourages and rewards exploration like the game gives you nothing and Mm. it's very much i mean that it's souls like they all do that games really do give you nothing and you're kind of forced to figure it out as you go um and it does it well man and it does it well on a colossal map that always has something new to see each landscape is more different than the last and it's absolutely incredible like i thought stormvale castle is big and then i got to the capital uh city and i was like holy shit like you walk around the corner and it's just there and it's like, my God, it's one of the most beautiful games I've ever played in my life. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: this is probably one of the best looking, at least in my opinion, um, from what I have picked up and played on the PS5. To me, this is the best looking game on PS5 for me so far.
1: Yeah, it's, it's up there, man. I don't know another game for me that comes close. It's just absolutely beautiful and i love everything about it i love the boss fights i love the combat um i love all the different like facets you can delve into too it doesn't have to just be a melee build it doesn't have to just be a magic build you can do both you know and they added summons now and those are a lot of fun um some of them truly help players get through these fights too which is great because i feel like that's a part of what you know they were saying before the game Mm -hmm. released what makes this so accessible to new players like it would be a different game entirely if i couldn't use ashes of war or summons or stuff oh, like yeah. that like
2: mm. i wouldn't be shit without that fucking jellyfish
1: yeah the jellyfish is great man um the mimic tier is fucking incredible too speaking of that one, i just picked it up in the game i didn't even know it was there and i just found it so that's pretty rad mm. um was
0: that in uh Noxtella?
1: the yep that was it yeah at the bottom yep um and the weapon i use it's the one that if you browse tiktok or any social media it's the one that's so prevalent prevalent uh even on the no hit runs it's the sword of night and flame
0: yeah and that's just my shit
1: yeah yeah I need to go
0: look for that it's, it's in, incredible uh, man it's in
1: you're there Manor.
0: yeah oh really yeah
1: yeah oh shit it's All in right. carry manner you have to have some mad stats for it though Mm-hmm. So you got to have 24 in intelligence and faith um, and then yeah. a little index, I believe, but it's not too bad, but it's just fun, man. And I have it at plus seven right now and it's cool because I can go melee with it or I can keep my distance with the, like, the beam that it has and then I just feel like the soul of cinder when I use the flame attack. Like yeah, it's that flame is so, so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's awesome and it just wipes these enemies and it's so fun. I'm watching a no-hit run right now and he's facing Melania, which is one of the best bosses in the game. And he's using the sword of Night and Flame, and he's prioritizing that flame attack, and it's so rad. Um, the sword's so cool. They have so many great weapons in this game. I can't wait to just keep playing and being able to upgrade them like I want to. Like I've upgraded this one to plus seven, and along the way, like I've already found enough to upgrade the next one to plus six um, for the like unique weapons. And I'm I'm gonna do Radon's weapon. I think this uh, Star Scourge Great Sword. I think it is. Mm. Uh, it just looks so fun. There's so much I want to see and experience and it just keeps giving, man. Like I I, I was talking to Justin in my stream today and I think I said that I still do plan on having six games beaten by June um, for the challenge, but it's like I can't tear myself away from Elden Ring. It's a lot like the situation you were in today when you're like you platinum the game and it's like, I just, you know, now I can step away and I can play, you know, X other two games. And it's like, but you were just playing Elden ring again before <laughs> the podcast started. It's, it's, it's fun, man. And Austin, the boss that you're on, the, the, the wolf. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite bosses in the game, dude. It is a straight callback from one of the best bosses in dark souls. One, um, the move set is almost the same. It's, uh, Sif, who is the l- most loyal, goodest boy, um, and the world, actually, Sif was a girl, I think, <laughs> wasn't she? Um, girl. yeah, the goodest girl. Um, but I don't know. I loved it. There's a lot of callbacks to these older games. Um, it's a dream come true for me to play it. I mean, it's obviously game of the year for me. I don't know what could come out this year. God of War Ragnarok, maybe that comes close, but
2: I don't think any, I, even for me, I don't think anything's coming out this year that I'm going to feel like is more fun to me than this.
1: Yeah, this game is a true masterpiece and I, I talk shit about um George R. R. Martin, but reading more about it and like what Miyazaki said he contributed, like the whole story that we got was because of him. Now I know people are saying the story is lackluster, but I kinda dig the story of the shard bearers and uh just kind of the lore. Of the worlds that we have and the people that inhabit the world, like I, I enjoy it. And if George Martin contributed to that, then fucking, I'll shut my mouth, dude. He, he did something I actually appreciate.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what were you when you are saying like he, um, what all he contributed? What, what exactly did he contribute?
1: That's truly. I think I read from a quote from Miyazaki today that said he wrote the story that where experiencing really now yeah like i will go back and say but or it was taken inspiration from um i'll try to pull it up real quick Um, but essentially he contributed to more of the like the smaller elements that you know he didn't make the visuals or anything like that obviously but the story yeah he was very much a part of that um maybe it was my friend greg that sent it to me i don't know i need to pull it up but I'm impressed because I always thought that he would have like a negative effect going into the game. I'm not going to lie. Um, so this is from Jeff Keeley, and I don't know where this was. I guess it's a post from Elden Ring, but it says, uh, and it translates. Um, it's astonishing to see just how many people have been playing Elden Ring. I'd like to extend our heartfelt thanks on behalf of the entire development team. Elden Ring is based on a mythological story written by George R. R. Martin. We hope players enjoy a high level of freedom, blah blah blah. But yeah, so it's based on a mythological story written by him. So everything that we're seeing, like all these really cool things that the game does, I, I feel like it's because of him, dude.
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting because I have gone through the game and I was like, this is this is Miyazaki. This is Dark Souls. Like like nothing here felt like a George R. 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 Martin kind of like story yeah. itself, except for maybe the, um, uh, except for maybe the, um, uh, like the, the kind of like backstory for everything about how like they, uh, you know, everyone went into war with one another. Um, that, that sort of stuff that I was like, okay, I can see his influence for sure. There, but I don't know if, like, if he put anything into the plot or, like, the characters or anything like that. So um, for me, like, now that I know more of that, I can
1: see more of it because I can absolutely see him saying something about or creating this world for the shard bearers or the Elden Ring itself. Or, like, there's a lot of more Western themes in this, like... um like the overall landscapes itself, which Miyazaki does great with, like if you think back to Anne Orlando and stuff like that, mm. but uh like even the use of all the lions and the wolves and stuff that's that's George Martin himself, yeah, um so I started to see bits and pieces of it come together, and it's like you you kind of see royalty, and like when I think of George R. R. Martin, I think of Game of Thrones, obviously, and that has nothing else to do but with royalty and stuff like that and then i think of everyone that we face godfrey and melania and you know all of them and it's like how much of this did he actually impact i would love to know but it just it's so good dude
0: yeah i'm i'm genuinely very impressed with the story uh i so there's a lot that uh still i I don't want to say annoys me because that's not entirely true um it's stuff that's been around in in the from software kind of like lexicon for a while now where it's like you get like large bits of the story through like um like not necessarily in-game menus but like item descriptions and stuff like that uh i don't necessarily think that that's a, a a bad thing but that's Something that, uh, did kind of like, uh, how do I want to put this? It did kind of like, I I don't want to say spoil, uh, some of the story for me, but it definitely was something that like I, um, uh, was it, I'm trying to, I find the best way to, to say, express what I'm trying to say. Um, it makes it less. I guess appealing to newcomers because it is so very much like you have to actively seek out the story type thing. What there is something here to grab onto, uh, like meaty, meaty shit that like, I kind of was not expecting if I'm being honest with you. Um, so there is something here like in the actual like game itself and not just like, menus and item descriptions and shit like that uh but i do wish that there was more of that as opposed to just the stuff that we got does that make sense mm. yeah
1: for sure
0: i don't know maybe that's just me it's not <laughs> um so who, who's your favorite boss fight so far
1: Oh God! See, I hate to say, I hate to fucking answer that because I truly do love that little wolf just simply off of nostalgia itself. But oh man, honestly, it has to be Morgat. Really? It was. It was such a fun fight, dude. I haven't faced Melania yet, or uh, Second Godfrey, of course, mm-hmm. or the Godskin duo, or Malekith or anything like that. But just the sheer amount of how much I had to be dialed in for uh, Morgoth because I'm still not using summons or anything like that. I am using my Sword of Night and Flame, but it was just me and him, and oh god, I just I loved every bit of it, and it felt like a huge step up from the Margot fight essentially.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but yeah, I don't know. That was What about you, Austin? I know you've only had a few, but...
2: Honestly, so far, my favorite one is Godric. <clears throat> but that's just yeah. simply simply for how much of a fucking spectacle that he is, I'm sure that there are bosses later that are gonna blow my fucking mind, and I can't wait.
1: Yeah. And what about you, Josh?
0: Uh, I mean, so how'd be thinking? I, I, I still think that Renala is my favorite in terms of spectacle. Like, oh,
1: for sure. Her
0: second phase is just like astoundingly holy shit. beautiful. Yeah, yeah, but um my f- if i were to go best um the hardest for sure is is, is fucking uh melania and i i love her second face i think her second face is just stunning um but uh best is hard huh I don't know. Um, I kind of, you know, this is going to sound weird, but I kind of think I got to go with Margit because I, I, I kind of really? I, I think that Margit teaches you everything you need to know about the game without <coughs> teaching you, well, without like handholding.
1: That's like, true. It's essentially the gun deer of this game.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it like straight up, he will. He teaches you that you will be punished if you panic roll. He teaches you, you that you need to keep uh, like an eye on your surroundings at all times because she's up on the bridge, so you can like fucking fall off and shit. I, I mean, I think that Margaret teaches you a lot of essentials for the game. I, I think it's a fucking excellent fight because of that.
1: It is, and it was a lot of fun. Oh man, and it's it's like you'll get punished, but it also teaches you. Like even for veteran souls players, is one of the things that I learned from Margit is that this is a lot of nameless king energy in this game. Like there's a lot of delayed attacks.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah,
1: <laughs> and you have to genuinely know timing. That's why I liked Morgott so much is because he had the delayed attacks, but there was attacks that I thought would be delayed, and he just shits on me. Yeah. Uh, it was it was so much fun. So between Margot and Morgot, yeah, I think they're some of the most fun fights in the game.
0: Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Uh, anything else that you think we need to cover? Uh, nope. I don't think so. Not from that. Okay. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get into our picks of the week, and then we can we can get out of here. Uh. All right. So my pick of the week this week is uh, I've, I know I've used him before, but Ryan Hollinger, he has a video on Pitch Black. Uh, it's called Pitch Black Revisiting Vin Diesel's Terrifying Monster Movie. Uh, I really just like him as a YouTuber. I think that he does a great job all the time. Uh, but also, I really, really love this movie. And I love that someone is shining a line, light on it Because it's not a movie that I think gets talked about uh, An awful lot And I really enjoy it So yeah, uh, Go check it out Austin
2: um, Yeah my uh, uh, Again I listened to uh, Anime and video game soundtracks Unironically, And they finally added Persona 5 <laughs> Royal and Persona 5 Strikers Soundtrack to like Spotify and Apple Music And go check that shit out because it's really good Especially Strikers. I feel like that's the only good thing about Strikers was the soundtrack fucking bad. The soundtrack uh, is incredible.
1: I I really do like the soundtrack from Persona 5. And I I think I messaged someone the other day. Might have been our group chat. I don't know. But I was really watching uh, this person I enjoy watching stream Elden Ring. And she was listening to the Persona 5 soundtrack. And it went so well with it like i can't I even it was amazing like i don't remember i think it was on the market fight or godric actually it was godric and uh i don't know it was like that main battle theme you know and it was just i was so hyped for it i love that yeah such a good soundtrack <clears throat> it is a good soundtrack um my pick of the week is another uh, two weeks in a row now i'll follow it up with the streamer it's uh gino machino he was the second person to do an Elden rung no hit run Um, Elden (laughs) Elden Ring no-hit run, Um, and currently he's working on making it even harder by doing all Remembrance bosses no-hit, which is incredible because that does include Melania. I'm watching him face her right now, and he's just strategizing. He's trying to figure out the best way to do it, Um, and this is where no-hit runs truly shine to me, is watching them formulate and just you know, strategize on how they're going to do it. And some of these fights that he has coming up between Melania and Rykard and the Godskin duo and stuff like that. It's, it's just a lot of fun to watch. So check him out, uh Gino Machino. And then if you want to see something else, just secondary pick of the week, I, I said his name last week, happy hob. He's actually playing with his feet. Um, <laughs> I, I, I sent it to you guys in the private chat just now because he has something called rsi so he can't use his hands and he has to play with his feet and i guess he's mapped his controls to how he needs to and he's uh fucking doing the first no hit feet run so
0: check him out yeah (laughs) i i have him pulled up alongside uh the gino machino i have no fucking clue what i'm watching like yeah (laughs) It's bad, dude, like bad
1: in a good way because it's I'm this man's first off better than I'll ever be because he has a 22 hit PB with his feet. That says a lot. Um, but no, it's it's funny to watch. And right now, like I could just I could live, breathe, eat, sleep, Elden Ring and I would be OK. So if you're the same, <laughs> give her a watch. I'm also sorry I, I did not do nicknames this week.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's okay you just do souls bosses yeah I think that's what you did last <laughs> week. oh yeah I did do <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy all right well uh, I mean it's with all of that said that as always you can find us on social media for all things culture about hunting pigs and because about family of content uh, actually well I can just do it at the end never mind Culture Bop is available on Twitter at Culture Underscore Bop, on Instagram at Culture Underscore Bop, and on the YouTubes at Culture Bop. I am available on Twitter at the one eight two, on Instagram at Bebopman one eight two, and on Twitch at the underscore bebotman. Dylan is available on Twitter at OM Dizzy TV, on Instagram at OM Dizzy, on Twitch at OM Dizzy, and on YouTube at OM Dizzy. Austin can be found on Twitter at Big Papa Plays, on Instagram at Big Papa Plays, on Twitch at Big Papa Plays, and on TikTok at Big Papa Plays. And finally, if you're looking to support the podcast or any of the endeavors that we're undertaking as Culture Bop, then go to patreon.com slash culturebop and toss us a pledge. Uh, we're offering some very cool perks, and once we start hitting our goals, even more content will be on its way. Uh, speaking of that content, uh, this weekend Justin Ruiz of the uh, of patronage and of um, the Discord and uh, you know just general uh, stuff. <laughs> he and I recorded an interview show. Uh, he interviewed me. We talked a lot about movies and video games and kind of like uh my thoughts on art and you know stuff like that uh that will be coming um soon uh i had i just hadn't gotten around to editing it because work was crazy and Elden ring was taking time uh in my free time so uh but that'll be coming um it'll be coming after this episode so if you're listening you'll you'll hear it Mm. um yep And, uh, I think I will be gone on the, uh, the week, uh, the last week of March. Uh, I'm pretty positive that, uh, we're actually going to go on our, uh, anniversary trip. Uh, we were holding off, um, for personal reasons. Um, but it looks like we're actually going to be able to get to go on that. So you boys might be soloing, um, a show. In my absence,
2: oh mm, yeah. So a Pokemon episode is what I heard. And
0: all no. Pokemon. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be your
1: fucking homework that I want to give you as of why Kratos should have won this goddamn challenge. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he oh man, are you are you guys glad that Kirby won? Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? I Josh, I was calm, dude. <laughs> god. <laughs> oh boy. Alright, uh, well, is there anything else that you guys need to talk about, or are we getting out of here? I'm out, bro. We're
1: yeah, there. Austin's like, well, it's over. <laughs> I'm, I'm done.
0: Okay, I just wanted to make sure, I, I mean, I had the announcements, but I wanted to make sure you guys weren't holding out on me.
2: No, I ain't got shit going on.
0: Okay. Well, good, good. Alright, well, until next time, goodbye.